0: Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fort Smith, Arkansas, with another Fisher the Men video broadcast. It is good to be here this evening. And um, boy, it's been a long time since I did one of these videos. And um, it's been a while. And it's been about three months, I think. A little over three months. And, um, so it is good to be back with you tonight on our Tuesday night Bible study, and, um, sorry I am a little bit late, um, it is currently 9.53pm, typically I would normally start around 8, but that didn't happen, so uh, I am a little bit late, so I do apologize for that, but this is the first video back in like a few months, And I'm glad of that. I'm glad to be back. I miss doing these videos. I miss doing these for you guys. Miss teaching and preaching. And I just miss coming on here. So um, I'm glad to be back. And thank you for your prayers. And um, as you see behind me, I've got a picture with an eagle there. And the verse there set it's Exodus 19 4 and it says I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself and so this picture is going to be in my background so if you guys like that let me know in the comments below um but this is going to be kind of like my my background um though I think it's a little bit crooked I think it's a little bit crooked Just a little bit, I think it's a little bit crooked. but we'll straighten it out later. (laughs) So that's my background for this, uh, for the rest, you know, that's going to be my background for my broadcasts instead of a plain white wall. So you'll see a little bit of that. Anyways, um, it is good to be here. I want to thank all those for thank. I just want to thank all those for who are for all those who are tuning in tonight, and for those who will tune in, um, uh, either on on YouTube or sermon audio or what whatever the means might be. Just want to thank you for tuning in, and hope that this will be a blessing uh, for you. Um, I was gone for about three months. I should say take a, I actually took a three month break, which was very, I thought, I personally thought it was a little excessive. I probably shouldn't have done what I've done, but maybe it was good. Maybe it was for the best because I had a lot thrown at me and just a lot of things going on. So, um, I am moved. I used to live in Fayetteville but now I'm officially down here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And it's great to be down here because I'm a lot closer to my church family and it gives me a chance to be closer to them and to be able to serve the Lord in whatever capacity He has me to be, you know, there. And it's just good to be near them and close to work and all that stuff, so, <coughs> I, uh, am officially down here in Fort Smith, and I'm liking it so far, and, uh, you know, I really think that picture really goes very well, and I don't mean to sidetrack myself, but I like that picture there, um, that, that is, this brings out the white wall behind me, so, anyways, so, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, so that's why I was gone for the last three months not doing a video, because I was moving down to Fort Smith, and that was a process, and it still kind of is, Though so I'm wrapping things up, uh, just kind of taking care of some last minute transitioning stuff with getting, uh, you know, s- switching over the, the addresses for certain areas, but it's it's all good now, so... It's good to be back, glad to be back. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are probably wondering, where did he go? Where did his videos go? I don't... But I'm here, I didn't leave. I just had to focus on moving. So, but now since I moved and settled, um, you're going to be seeing a lot more videos um, come out and we're going to be doing a lot more videos too. So, you be in prayer for me. Um, and, uh, you just pray that God would just have his way. And, uh, tonight we're going to be picking up where we left off in Matthew chapter one. We're going to be starting in verse seven and start making our way down. Um, and so we'll recap that here in just a, in, in just a moment. Um, but as far as now announcements go, I don't have anything, um, <clears throat> Though I will just kind of say, keep in mind, Resurrection Sunday is coming up soon. I don't know the exact date of that, but if you all know when that is, let me know. Um, that's a big deal. That's a, the that's a celebration of our Lord's resurrection and victory over the grave. And it's because of his death and resurrection that we can have victory in Christ. Amen. So his death and resurrection is a very big deal. And it has a lot of power, more than you know. And But to the lost and dying world, it's foolishness to them. They don't think there is power in that. But for us as believers, there is power in that. Amen? So um, I'm not sure exactly when that is. That should be coming up soon. Um, other than that, there's really nothing major. Um, got a birthday coming up uh, Friday. Friday is my birthday. I will be 32 years old. Can you believe that? 32 years since I've been on this earth. You know, I feel old, but at the same time, 32 is a very young age. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I'll be 32 on Friday, the 18th. I can't believe my birthday's coming up. And uh, that. Um, It's just amazing how time flies. Um, It seems as it was yesterday. I was turning 31, but now I'll be turning 32 on Friday. So it is all good. Um, Other than that, I don't have any other announcements uh, for that uh, prayer request. I know there's a fellow brother in the Lord. His name is Joey. Uh, He struggles with pain uh, ever so often. And so keep him in prayer because he needs prayer. Uh, do pray for him because there are just days where it's just hard for him, and and it's just, I feel I feel really I I I feel bad for him. <clears throat> I really really do. I feel really bad for him because he has to deal with that pain ever so often. So keep keep brother Joey in your prayers. Um, I've got some bosses at Pepsi. Um, pray for them for their salvation if they're not saved um <clears throat> pray for me of course and uh, um who else can we pray for We should we need to pray for Ukraine, the people of Ukraine Russia's getting nutty Russia is getting very very nutty though it's said that Putin came out and had even called out our government for lying to its own people. do I agree with that? Yes, do I think that Putin is a nut? Yes, I do think he's a nut. Even nuts can tell truth. I mean, listen, I'm the most crazy nut right here, and yet I can, by God's grace, I can open this book and preach. <clears throat> Amen. So, so keep keep that in your prayers. Um, now, listen, Christ even died for people like Putin. You got to remember that. You got. We. Sh- I think we ought to pray for him too. We need to pray for our leaders. We need to pray for Putin. We need to pray for all these dictators, because Christ died for those people too. As as hard as it is for you to swallow that, you have got to remember, the Bible makes it clear: it is not God's will for any to perish, but for all to what come to repentance. That includes Putin. Christ died. For not just us, okay? He died for the sins of the whole world—the sins of Putin, the sins of Hitler, the sins of Stalin, all these people, all these wicked people that lived. You know, he died for all those sins. You gotta remember that he died for all those sins. Amen. So we we need we ought to pray for him. And that I don't think we do that. I think as Christians we don't do enough of that. We ought to do it. I need to do that. We all need to pray for even the most vilest dictator there is. Who knows? They might get saved. Wouldn't that be something? What if what if like a day before they died they actually they actually came to know Christ? I'm not saying it I mean I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying it can't happen. But it's not, po- I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, stuff like that can happen. Does it? Not as much as we probably hear of. But is it possible? You bet it is. All things are possible to those who believe. Amen? So we, we ought to pray for these people. Um, even though Putin is kind of a nut, we should still pray for him. We should. Even though he's kind of way out there. <laughs> Um, anyway, so if you guys have any prayers or praises, you can feel free to mention them in the comments, or if you guys are on, on you, on YouTube, you can mention them in the comments if you like, or message me, um, privately, it's up to you, no pressure at all, okay? Um, so I guess with that said, that's all I've got today, this, this, um, this evening. So let's go ahead and dive into our lesson tonight. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. And what I want to do is, since it's been a while, I want to recap verses 1 through 6, then recap verse 6, and then we'll get into verse 7. We'll we'll start in verse 7 and start making our way down, okay? So, Matthew chapter 1, we'll start in verse 1, and we will recap verses 1 through 6. It says this, it says the book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. <clears throat> Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Pharez and Zadar, and Tamar, and Pharez begat Esrom, and Esrom begat Aram, and Aram begat Amminadab, and Amenadab begat Nason, and Nason begat Salmon, and and Solomon begat Booz of Rechab, and Booz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. Now we know, we do know who that is. We know who the wife of Urias is. Now, though she is not mentioned. By name, she's still mentioned. Okay. So last time we were together, we talked about David. We talked about King David. We talked about Solomon. We talked about Bathsheba. Why? A couple theories, you know, I kind of discussed a couple theories as as to why she isn't mentioned by name. One possible reason was God told Israel not to marry strange wives or husbands. And Bathsheba did exactly that. She married Uriah, the Hittite. He was a Hittite. He wasn't part of Israel. God said you weren't supposed to do that. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's one possible way. Another possible way could be the fact of the the adulterous affair that David had with Bathsheba, which probably wouldn't make sense because... If that was the case, David probably wouldn't be mentioned by name either. But uh, I think one plausible area is that is is that um, Bathsheba did something that she shouldn't have done, and that was to marry outside of Israel. And she God said, "Don't do that," and she did anyways. Okay, so that's one possible one. We got into Solomon. We we talked about Solomon and talked about his reign. And uh, we... Let me pull up my notes here just a second. Just bear with me here. Just bear with me, if you will. Um, I, I want to try to do a decent job with this, okay? So just bear with me. <clears throat> but we talked about David and Solomon, Bathsheba talked about Uriah, um, we talked about day, uh, uh, Solomon's, um, we did talk about how Solomon fell away, the thousand wives that he had, the thousand, the, was it, the 600 wives that he had and the 400 concubines, um, so we, we had mentioned all that, or the 700 wives, I think, I think it was 700 wives and 300 concubines, it was huge, it was a huge amount of number, um, but we also talked about the six pointed star, the which is known as a hexagram. We talked about why that is not the symbol of the Jews. Um, the he- the six pointed star, the hexagram, is actually something that witches would use to put a hex on somebody. Um, it actually is a representation of six six six. It is not the symbol of the Jews. Um, it was never used by David, um, but we also took a look at some um, Satanists, and uh, we took a look at one particular Freemason, Manly P. Hall, what he said about it, and he had mentioned uh, at, and, and Manly P. Hall's writings, we saw that it, he had mentioned how it was known as the seal of Solomon, and... <clears throat> so it wasn't anything that 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 David would ever used, but Solomon probably most likely used it, <clears throat> according to P. Hall, uh, Manly P. Hall. Um, you know, we kind of got into you know stuff in that uh, particular area, um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of like what we talked about last time. So this time we're going to be getting into here in verse 7. Okay? So verse 7. And verse 7 says, <clears throat> And Solomon begat Rehoboam, and Rehoboam begat Abiah, and Abiah begat Asa. Okay? Now, Rehoboam is Rehoboam. Okay? Okay? Um, 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 43, it says, And Solomon slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead. I want you guys to note something, okay? That in this case, and in the three following, Rehoboam, you have a bad father beget a bad son, okay that's abijah now abijah was a bad father okay but he begat a good son asa okay now asa a good father begat a good son jehoshaphat okay now jehoshaphat was a good father but he begat a bad son Okay so in other words, Solomon was a bad father and begat a bad son, Rehoboam. Rehoboam was a bad father and begat a bad son Abijah. Abijah was a bad father and begat a good son named Asa. Asa was a good father and begat a good son, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a good father, but begat a bad son um your uh your uh your your um okay now <coughs> why do I mention this because it is possible to have a bad father and yet have a good son. you could have the world's worst father. And they can raise their son, and their son can be on the side of the Lord and do some mighty things for the Lord. It is very possible to have it that way. Okay? It is very possible. It's not impossible. It is very possible that that could happen. And we see a pattern of that um, when, when you start reading down through the kings of Israel. Okay? Now, you got Abiah, which is Abiah. Uh 1 Kings 14:31 it says and Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David and his fa- and his mother's name was Naamah and Emorite and Abijah his son reigned in his stead now or Abiram reigned in his stead now then you have Abijah okay Second Chronicles, chapter 12, verse 16, it says, And Rehoboam slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David, and Abijah his son reigned in his stead. Okay, and then you have Asa. Okay, First Kings, chapter 15, verse 8, And Abiam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in, him in the city of David, and Asa his son reigned in his stead. <coughs> now, When it says that when a king slept with the fathers, okay, what it means is when they died, they buried them in the same sepulcher as their fathers, in the same area of the same sepulcher that their fathers were buried in, okay? So you have a sepulcher with the line of kings, okay, father and son, all right? Now, um... So I mean that, that's gonna that's very short and sweet. So we won't get too much into that. But here in verse eight, it says, "And Asa begat Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat begat Urchioam, and Urkiom begat Uzziah. <clears throat> okay. Now, um, we have here in 2nd chronicles chapter 17 verse 18 uh let's see here okay so let's go ahead and let's let's uh, turn there if you have your bibles turn with me up. hold your spot there but go to turn with me to 2nd chronicles that's in the old testament <clears throat> 2 chronicles 17 uh, is that chapter 17 and 18? I think that's what it says in my notes. Because um, if it is, I, and I think it is, um, I'll have you guys read that on your own time. I'm not going to read all of it due to time's sake. But I want to encourage you to read that on your own time. yeah so it is 17 and 18 um and so we won't read all of it but i'll read some of it it says and jehoshaphat his son reigned in his stead and strengthened himself against israel and he placed forces in all the fenced cities of judah and set garrisons in the land of judah and in the cities of ephraim which asa his father had taken And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the first ways of his father David and sought not unto Baleen. Okay? That's what made Jehoshaphat a good son and a good king. Okay? Was that he didn't go after the ways of Baleen. A lot of these kings did. So, like, when you see, like, when you see like and so did evil on the side of the Lord, okay, a lot of these kings, a lot of a lot of Israel's kings did evil on the side of the Lord by going after Baalim and all these other false gods, all these devils, okay, and so they worshiped them, and God said, "Don't do that." And these and these people and these kings did so, and the worst of them all was Ahab because he didn't just go after these gods. He married a woman named Jezebel, and Jezebel was wicked. Jezebel was the queen of Israel. She was the most wicked queen in Israel. So wicked in which her death was the dogs came and ate her. And you know what happens when dogs eat, don't you? <laughs> the escrete, they take a number 2. And that's what they did. And they and Jezebel was not known wasn't known was so unrecognizable. <clears throat> that's how wicked she was. She was a wicked queen. I mean she was a wicked queen and Ahab was a wicked king, but he later I think if I remember correctly he later then humbled himself okay so now you have uh, yoram okay got second kings chapter eight verse sixteen and it says and in the fifth year of Yoram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, Jehoshaphat being then being then king of Judah. Yoram, the son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, began to reign. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1, it says, And now Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with the fathers in the city of David. Now, three names are omitted here. All not necessary in a royal genealogy. In verse 1, three names are sufficient. The four names are, um, did I some did, <clears throat> did I even list them? Uh, let's see here. Let me go back up here with my notes. Okay, I think I know what I did. Uh, so, number one, I think this is part of my notes, and I have to apologize because I can't remember exactly how I did all these notes. Haziah, um, okay, 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 27, is it and he walked in the way of the house of Ahab and did evil in the sight of the Lord, as did the house of Ahab. For he was the son-in-law of the house of Ahab. Okay, if you want a reference to that, it's 2 Chronicles 22, verses 1 through 9. Again, that is 2 Chronicles 22, verses 1 through 9. We won't get into it for time's sake. You got uh, Joash. Okay. Um, again, a reference here 2 Kings chapter 11, verses 2 through 12. Okay. Again, that's 2 2- Kings 11, 2 through 12. Um, <clears throat> but in the middle of that, we'll read verse 10 here. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's not in the middle of that. I, I, I saw that wrong. In that same verse, we'll read in verse 20. It says, And all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was in quiet. And he slew Athaliah with the sword beside the king's house. And then the last one I want you to, to jot down is 2nd Chronicles chapter 24 verses 1 through 25. Again, 2nd Chronicles 24 1 through 25. Now, then you have uh, Amaziah. Okay, Amaziah. Um, go read 2nd Kings 14 8 through 20. Again, that is 2 Kings 14, 8-20. And then you have in 2 Chronicles 25, 1, it says, Amaziah was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jehoadon of Jerusalem. In verse 8, we see, it says, But if thou wilt go, do it, be strong, for the battle, God shall make thee fall bef- before the enemy for God hath power to help and to cast down <coughs> and then we have Jehoram king and i believe that's the last one before we get to Uzziah Yeah, so Jehoram king in 2nd kings 23:24 it says moreover the workers with familiar spirits and the wizards and the images and the idols and all the abominations that were spied in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem did Josiah put away that he might perform the works of the law which were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. Now, uh, 2 Kings 23:36, uh, it says, king." was 25 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Zebudah, the daughter of uh, Pediah of Rumah. And then you have, going up to verse 6, of that same chapter in verse 23, it says, And he brought up the grove, <clears throat> From the house of the Lord, without Jerusalem, unto the brook Kidron, and burned it at the brook Kidron, and stamped it small into powder, and cast the powder thereof upon the graves of the children of the people. And Second Chronicles thirty six, five through eight. It's um. That's not five through eight. I can't, there's no way that's five through eight. But let's turn there. Second Chronicles 36. Second Chronicles 36. Thirty-six, five to eight. It says, "Yehohar uh, was twenty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem, and he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, his God. Against him came up Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and bound him, of fetters to carry him to Babylon." Nebuchadnezzar also carried away the vessels of the house of the Lord to Babylon and put them in his temple at Babylon. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim and his abominations which he did, that which was found in him, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah and Jehoiakim, his son reigned in his stead. <clears throat> so we see um, it's not much, but we see that there is a little bit there, but there's also other areas where you can take a look at. Okay. Now you have Utsiah. Okay, and then we'll move on. Utsiah. Hello, Utsiah. Um, Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1. It says, Then all the people of Judah took Utsiah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of of his father Amaziah, or Azariah, but Amaziah, okay? Um, and then 2 Kings fourteen twenty one, and all the people of Judah took Azariah, which was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. So, and his instead. And then you have, um, and then there's some more here, cross-reference scriptures with that one. So that's verse 8. So let's go down and read here in verse 9. <clears throat> and Ozias beget Yotham, and Yotham beget Ahaz, and Achaz beget Ezekiel. I don't think I have even really a whole lot on, that, on this one either. So, well, I think we'll just go ahead and keep reading. <clears throat> okay, let's go ahead and keep reading. And um, Ezekiel begat Manassas, and Manassas begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Hoseas, and Hoseas begat Euc- Econias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. So now we're up to a point, so we went from David, okay, so we went from Abraham, then we went to David, okay, now we're getting into the carrying away of Babylon, okay, so now this is kind of where we're, we're getting closer to the time of Christ, but not yet, okay, because they're... Where the, the carrying away of Babylon, I think, was a few thousand years before the coming of Christ. I could be wrong, <clears throat> but it was it was I think it was fourteen generations. So it says that after they were brought to Babylon, Yechonias begat Seliathiel, and Seliathiel begat Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begat Abayud, and Abayud begat Elekum, and Elekum begat Asor. And Asor begat Sadok, and Sadok begat Achim, and Achim begat Eliud, and Eliud begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Mathan, and Mathan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. <clears throat> Now I think we'll, what we'll do is we're go, I'm going to read through 17 and then we'll probably kind of close and finish up and then we'll get into 18, uh, 18 through 25, 18 through 25 next week. Okay, so be in prayer. Uh, please, please uh, be in prayer for that for me. Okay. But in, and so it, it says here in verse 17 so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David unto the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. So 14 14 14. Okay so 14 14 um that is 28 Plus another say 28, 14, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 2, 3, 4. So that is 42 generations. That's 42 generations from the time of Abraham to Christ. 42 generations. That's a lot of generations that my friends is a lot of generations amen so uh, i want to just kind of close out here and i know this is this probably is going to be actually a a pretty short video but i there's some things i I still might want to talk about here so just kind of hang on a second let me um I just, um, because when we get into verse 18, we're going to be getting into some, some, you know, good stuff. And we'll be getting all over the Bible and stuff like that. So just, you hang on, okay? So Matthew, so Matthew one let Let's see here. I just want to kind of, I just kind of want to wrap up tonight with this 17th verse, and uh, we'll get into here. So, turn with me to 2 Kings 24, 14. 2 Kings. I can find it <laughs> it's been a while <clears throat> so please be patient with me as this this you know I'm getting back into it okay um, so 2nd Kings 24 verse 14 okay it says that he carried away all Jerusalem and all the princes and the mighty men of valor, even ten thousand captives, and all the craftiness and smiths. None remained save the poorest sort of the people of the land. Okay, now when let's go to twenty seven twenty. Second Kings twenty seven twenty. If I can actually get there. <laughs> 25. No, I'm, I'm wrong on that. Sorry. Jeremiah 2720. Sorry, I, I misspoke. It's Jeremiah 2720. It says this it says which Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon took not when he carried away captive Yehoark- Yochanah the son of Jehoiakim, king king of Judah from Jerusalem to Babylon and all the nobles of Judah in Jerusalem and in verse 21 it says yea thus saith the Lord of hosts the God of Israel concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah in Jerusalem they shall be carried to Babylon, and there shall they be until the day that I visit them, saith the Lord. Then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. <clears throat> so we see that there's a promise that God gives. That he was going to one day visit his people in Babylon. And that God will restore to them Back everything that was taken, he would restore it back into the into that same place. Amen. And, then, and you know what? That's what God will. That's what God will do. You know, when something was taken from you, God will restore it to you. Or when God allows something to happen to where you know something is taken, you know God will restore that. He 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 will restore that back to you. I mean consider Job. Okay, God allowed Satan to attack Job. But you want to know something? After all of Job's trials, at the very end, God gave twice as much more than he to Job than he had when he first started out. Amen? And God will do that. Because He's a good and gracious God. Amen? He's a good and gracious God. So anyways, um, that's all I got for tonight. I don't have much notes. Um, Hang on a second. I don't have much notes, so you pray for me. um, Hopefully here um, by next week, I will get back into the normal notes again. And so you pray for me. Pray for these videos. Pray that God will just be glorified in all this. And listen, if all I did today was just read the Bible, then praise the Lord, you know. God will certainly be glorified. So you, but anyways, you pray for me, you pray for my ministry. Um, pray for these videos, pray that God will take them and do with them as he wills, amen. And uh, pray for me, pray for our brothers and sisters, pray for our leaders, pray for even other worldly world leaders, you know, keep them in prayer, amen. So, anyways, that's all I got for tonight. Um, I'm about forty, you know, forty-three minutes. That's almost about the the almost the normal time that I get at. Usually, my my videos run an hour, so the, I mean, forty-three minutes ain't too bad, right? So, but anyways, you can, uh, pray for me. Hopefully, this was a blessing to you. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't much. But uh, what, I do, what I do have, I offer that maybe it might be a blessing to you. Okay, so anyways, I love you guys. Uh, God, you guys have, you know, God bless you. You guys have a good rest of your week. Lord willing, I might see you Sunday again. If not, we will see you next Tuesday. And don't forget, we will, um, I think next Tuesday, Lord willing, we'll finish up chapter 1 of Matthew. And I told you we would be in Matthew 1 for a while. And we certainly have, even with the three-month break um, that I had to move down here to Fort Smith. Um, you know, so just... <clears throat> um, you know, so Matthew 1, there's a lot of stuff in Matthew 1, okay? So hopefully next week, Lord willing, uh, we will finish up with Matthew chapter 1. And... Uh, Then we'll get into uh, Matthew 2 and start making our way through the book of Matthew. And uh, after that, we'll go into the book of Mark, and then Luke, and then John. Okay, so we're going to do the Gospels in that particular order. So, Lord willing, next week we will finish off, uh, we will pick up in verse 18 on we will pick up from we will pick up on verse 18 of Matthew chapter one, and we will hopefully, Lord willing, finish it. So, but other than that, um, that's all I got. So I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a good rest of your week, and Lord willing, we'll see you Sunday. Lord willing, we may see you Sunday night. All right. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya. Bye.